This is the Cash Considerations Podcast with three guys from Pittsburgh, Philly, and Boston talking sports. God help us all. This is the show. Take it away, Dave. Welcome to the Cash Considerations Podcast. It is Wednesday, July 14th, and we are back. We took a little break, and that's on me. We'll get to that in a second, but we are back. Um, July 14th, the NBA Finals are still going on. The NBA season is still going on, so we'll discuss that. Um, It's the MLB All-Star break. We'll discuss that and the usual stuff that we get to every show. But we thank you for joining us after a little summer vacation. Everybody takes a little vacation, so that's what we did. Mine just lasted three and a half weeks and drove 3,000 miles for it. But we're back. And with me today, the boys are here. Carl Haskell at Carl Haskell, H-A-S-C-A-L-L-C-H. Man, I miss you, but I'm happy to see you. How are you, sir? How are you? How you doing? We're going. Let's go. Oh, Let's yes. go. We're back, bitches. We are back, <laughs> bitches. That's it. CH just got done with his work day. So he's downstairs in the basement hiding from the wife. He ain't got a cook. He's just down here hanging out, maybe even drinking a beer. Look at the boys back. Oh, we're full in, in force. And also, the uh, the executive producer of the show, the other co-host of the show, uh, at Newbie Talks, Dan Newbert, also formerly known as Dan Newbert. He's now Dan Alexander on Twitter. Newbie, what's up, brother? Uh, doesn't this just feel good, guys? I actually... Got a little something here for you. Little peaches and herb, baby. Reunited, and it feels so good. Man, so happy to be back with you guys. Um, and honestly, like you said, like this is kind of like the doldrums of the summer. And nobody's betting on shit. You know, you had an awesome trip here to the East Coast. I have vacations coming up. So, you know, we still love the folks. We, we, we love the listeners. Of course, the listeners are why we continue to put on the show. So uh, especially love when we even have listeners chirping at you, Dave, being like, what the fuck oh, yeah. is going on, man? I, I, go. I, I loved it. I loved yeah. it. Yep, we uh, we had. Uh, thanks for the song, by the way. I, before I forget, we, we don't you have like the Sixer song anymore, but I love the song. Yeah, Peaches and Herb reunited. Did a lot of couple skates to that back in the day, boys. <laughs> I could go backwards. Don't forget, I did a lot of those reunited songs. That's a good call right there. Um, yeah. So what we're going to talk about today is pretty quick. It's going to be easy. Um, you know, we're going to just mention the vacation trips. Uh, different. You know things we did uh you know we got together did a show in person met face to face in person i mean it was awesome thank you to those of you that listened to those shows had the kids on softball hoagies um all kinds of stuff so that was fun um then we gotta you know we gotta address the nba finals they will just never end i mean it was supposed to be sons in four and just be done that guy fucked it up even too so now we got you know sons are playing game four is tonight um, we'll discuss that. Maybe where we think that's going. Uh, we got to mention, you know, we're going to have a quick pulling the goalie segment. There's not much time left in that segment, so we'll mention that. Um, the MLB All Star Game, Home Run Derby, 
Uh, we made some preseason picks that we will revisit a little bit, but we'll probably gloss over that shit real fast because they weren't that good. I mean, they were okay, but we all picked the goddamn twins except for newbie. The baseball guy who's not a baseball guy is leading with rest. all the picks, right? Carl, I think, what does he have? Four divisions right now leading, and the other ones are like two games back. He's, he's like got three divisions that he's got the winner in. He's got the Rays a game and a half back. He's just yeah. kicking our asses. As yeah. long as long as it's not fill it out, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a savant when it comes to things that I know nothing about. I'm amazing at throwing <laughs> darts, apparently, is, is, is what it comes down to. Oh Well, you hit the bullseye with a three of them so far, but there's a lot of baseball left. We'll get to that. Uh, we'll talk about it. Um, the Olympics are coming up. And Carl had a few good questions. I did a couple other shows that we talked about Olympic betting. We'll just mention it because it's probably a drop in the bucket as far as sports wagering goes. But, you know, we're going to talk about the Olympics. Then, you know, we always got to go there. Even, you know, when we took a little bit of time off, it's Carl's corner. Um, we will get there as, we, you know, the show approaches the final segment of Take a Minute, which, again, that's our thing. Um, CH, is that on the list? Copyright, Copyright Cash Considerations 2021. Carl's Corner and Take a Minute segment brought to you by this show and this show only. This is the show. Hashtag T-I-T-S. What's that spell again? We know what it spells. We all like them. We all like to look at them. And we all <laughs> like to listen to the show. When okay. I, when I shot you guys the invite for this week's episode, I thought you would appreciate that all I put was tits with exclamation points. I figured that would cause no problems with the wives. Just just send an email that said tits, just across. I, right thought, I, I thought you would appreciate it. Yeah, it was there. Uh, it was, And again, that's what we do for those of you that listen to the show and hopefully enjoy it along with us. We have a text thread that we're constantly just going back and forth on. And then now, you know, Carl Haskell is not only the coordinating producer, social media manager, he's the email guy. So we have an email account, which you can't email us at, which, Carl, what is the email address? Cashconsidshow at gmail.com. There it is. Please and send us any emails. If you have questions for us, maybe we'll get to questions, you know, over the summer yeah. and things like that. When there's a little bit of downtime, shoot them over. We'll, we'll respond to you guys. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we check those and, and we send out, you know, the, the invite to come and do the show on there and newbie tagged that one really good today. So, uh, you know, excellent work <laughs> by Dan Alexander, uh, AKA newbert newbie. Uh, I'm sticking with newbie. Listen to that Alexander bullshit. Yeah. Next, We're gonna, next so, I'm just going to have a symbol. I'll be like Prince. I'll just be the <laughs> artist for, formerly named. It'll just be a fucking symbol. I, I, I plan to address Can, it in our take a minute segment okay, for sure. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So yeah. I, I'm going to refer to you as newbie. Please uh, do for now and Please forever. Do. Yeah. But you we'll can let spell. you address yeah. that yeah. at the end. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Can we address one more thing before we move on? Please do. This, this comes up on a lot of our shows. It, usually we talk about newbie's wardrobe. And it didn't register until just now when he backed up a little bit that I could actually see what it says across his chest. Yeah. What the F is that? <laughs> can, can you guess whose jersey this is? A Lakers throwback number 20. You got a Brian Shaw. Oh, that's a good guess. It's <laughs> a good guess. But no, rocking. I don't want to knock my the Gary Payton. Going Gary Payton, deep cut, known as the Seattle oh. Supersonic. I saw him most when he was alongside Kobe. Always loved Gary Payton, man. Did it come with a glove? Uh, I did. Yeah, it came with uh, a Michael Jackson sequin glove. Just one. Just one. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, you're rocking it. You look good in it. Um, looks a little tight, but that's okay. You're all swollen up. It's a up. medium. 
Yeah. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Just for the record, I haven't been able to wear a basketball jersey since high school, and I don't really think I could pull it off then. <laughs> yeah, I always wore the shirt underneath. I was one of those guys when I saw Patrick Ewing doing it because I was always cold, and I didn't like cutting through the lane and rubbing off on anybody. Right. A little sweaty. Like in a hockey uniform, like we didn't touch all that. But hockey stuff was nasty, so I don't even know why I did that, but just wanted to be different. So anyhow, all right, let's get to it, boys. First of all, the vacations. Um, I came back east with intentions of staying maybe a week in Philadelphia with my brother Dan, his wife Joanna, and letting the girls play softball in Ewing, New Jersey for the New Jersey Pride softball organization. Rob Stern's the coach. He's at New Jersey Pride on Twitter. Friend of the show. Uh, we're going to call him Meadowlands Rob because he's got all the connections at the Meadowlands at the book, and he bets, and, and, and that's how we originally met. He called and asked for a pitcher and a catcher uh, uh, that I would – would I know anyone interested? I said, yeah, I got a couple <laughs> right under one roof. Let's go. So we go back. The kids just play great. Met a lot of very nice people. I'm not even talking about you guys. I'm just talking about at the fields um, and hang out. And it turned into a second week of more games in Newtown, Pennsylvania, in, outside of Philadelphia, which then resulted in us extending the stay a third week to kind of see some ballparks and take a little dad-daughter baseball trip, senior trip for big kids, Sig Kylie. And uh, middle can say Kelsey's always along for the ride and always usually, you know, orchestrating plans, <laughs> putting them in my head without me actually knowing and then going, oh, that's a good idea, Daddy. We should do that. So let's go to the Phillies game. Let's see that. We end up leaving with a Phillies loss, but Hoskins jerseys. I pulled a uh, Phillies jacket out of there as well. So that was good. Then we decide we got to go to Boston. We got to go to Fenway Park. We have to. They're there. We're there. We got to go five-hour drive. No problem. Get in the car. Let's go. Meet our friend Jeff Dawson up there. And Jeff comes to the game with us. He's at East Coast Sports Investors. We'll get to that in a minute. But you can follow him on Twitter as well. Um, we go to the game together. We run into Bubba Gumpino, Gump Cathcart, who's also on the show. He's in Boston. He's on vacation. And we hang out. Tremendous trip. Tremendous time. We took the Fenway Ballpark tour the next day, which if you've never done, one, you got to go to Fenway, but two, you got to take the tour. You get 90 minutes to walk around and learn about the history of one of the most coolest places ever, which we did, and that was fun. We drive back. We get rained out at Yankee Stadium. Fuck that George Washington Bridge. I don't know how you people do it in New York. That daily commute. The lines are optional. Nobody's following no signals. There's people walking, driving mopeds, motorcycles, everything in between. Felt like I was in the Dominican Republic again. All options. I was going to hit somebody with a car. I said, we got to go. Thank God for the Vince Lombardi Travel Plaza outside of New Jersey. Right there, we pulled off, caught my breath, drive back to Philly. Vacation over, right? No. We go to Pittsburgh. I talked to a buddy there. Uh, my buddy Travis, the president of Pirates, says, come to Pittsburgh, we'll hook you up. I go to Pittsburgh and sit four rows, five rows behind home plate in the home plate club seats with the kids. We have a full meal before. We have unlimited ballpark food, which, by the way, I don't recommend 
getting that deal because you leave disgusting. <laughs> I don't know how many hot dogs I ate. I don't know how many food. Like, I ate way too much. But it was fun. And then we sat in the owner's box the next day at PNC Park against the Milwaukee Brewers. Oh, yeah, in between, we went to the Reading Phillies game and saw our friends, the Stotts, Bryson Stott is the Phillies draft choice from two years ago, first-round draft choice. Vegas kid, his brother Brennan, and I work together in the sports book. Brennan says he's coming to Reading. If we want to come up for a game, we come up for the game, end up on the field with Bryson, taking pictures, pre-game, post-game, and watching fireworks night at the Reading ballpark um, after he went one for three and almost got thrown out of the game for arguing a terrible called strike three. Which, by the way, I don't know what these umpires are doing, but lefty batters really got no shot. That outside corner is extended a foot off the plate. I don't know. But that was the vacation. We came back to Vegas Saturday night when the UFC was here. It was a goddamn zoo. It was nuts. I'm still fucked up with the time, boys. The kids are asleep. I said, we're doing a show. Come say hi to Uncle Carl and Uncle Newbie. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll be in a second. They're still sleeping. It's 2 (laughs) o'clock in the afternoon. Like, nobody's on the right time schedule. They're staying up too late. They're going to bed. It's all screwed up. Anyhow, it was the trip of a lifetime. Absolute trip of a lifetime. And one of the highlights, obviously, was us hanging out for the day. I mean, we got to do it. It was fun. Newbie brought the sandwiches, brought the equipment. We go and do the show in CH's hotel room. CH, you didn't get any complaints. We were too loud or anything that night, did you? Not at all. I don't think there was anybody in that hotel. (laughs) (laughs) There definitely wasn't anybody cleaning the rooms. I I know (laughs) that for sure, Carl. They certainly weren't making up the rooms. Was there anybody at the bar where the two of you watched that basketball game? The Sixers were still alive. You guys watched game six together, and you told the story a little bit on the show. But as a recap, was anyone in that bar with you, noobs? It was like it was Carl and I watching the game and a bunch of fucking hipsters standing in our way. (laughs) I don't know how many times we had to ask this dude who was standing in front of us to move out of the fucking way to the one television. So what? Yeah, it was it was me, Carl and the monkey jizz brigade was really the the (laughs) only people who were in the bar. And, and you know it's a hipster crowd when I, I'm obviously the least hipster of the group, but Newbie was the second least hipster I know. of the group. I know. So you know it was a hipster crowd. I walked in with a man bun, and they were like, oh, this guy, he must be a big sports fan or something. Like When when you are the least hipster person and you have a man bun, um, you know that you are in, uh, you're in Conshohocken is, is, is what you know <laughs> you, it was where you're at. On Shahawken. Yeah, that's that's, that's the that's, that's, that's the, the Pennsylvania place, yeah. hipster capital. It's a it's a okay. millennial hotbed for sure. Con Shahawken. Um I just want to point out that yeah, we skipped a a week of the show um because of me. So uh we got Bama Mafia calling us out. Two weeks? We skipped two weeks of the show. Two that weeks. was on me. God damn it. That's terrible. Well you're on vacation summer vacation, Dave. Doesn't mean you take the entire summer for vacation. That's see, that's where I'm I missed out. the memo. I, I, I missed the memo. Usually it is a week, maybe two, but like three and a half weeks. Even Jessica, my wife, was like, "Are you coming back?" And uh, brother Dan was great. Hospitality was awesome. My friend Mark and Debbie and his uh, son Christopher were home, and, and we hung out. We had a great time. We we made them night owls. They're not usually night owls, but we ran on West Coast time way too much. So we kept them up 
But yeah, we did it three and a half weeks. And she was like, are you, are you coming back? I said, yeah. And then we got back and it, it only took a couple of days. And she said, are you going back at all for anything else before football season? So don't you have to go back and see Carl and Newby or anything oh, like that? So it lasted about four or five days. Like, Hey, welcome back. Like, Hey, when are you leaving again? So no, it was a lot of fun. I, I, I also wanted to point out that Carl has taken two vacations since we did the show and didn't even take off. Um, from doing it's the Carl show. Haskell difference. Let's let's be real. That's, yeah, right. I mean, so wait till we know. talk about what's coming up in January, boys. <laughs> nice, <laughs> that's a tease right there. That's oh, a tease. Wow. Well, we can done. talk about that when we're done. But uh, right. we may have another uh, scouting expedition coming up here in a couple Ooh. months. Oh boy! All right. Okay. Well, what is coming up is Newbert's vacation. Dan Newbert is going on vacation next week and being the executive producer of the show and the guy with all the equipment and actually makes all the magic happen. I think we're going to have to take off a week. I might have to hire a, if anyone wants to produce the show, do a zoom call and let us record me and Carl will figure something out. Maybe we'll throw somebody and try to get somebody on, but if not, we may have to take another week off. So it's kind of fucked up and I apologize for that. But Remember I'm what not going to last time somebody couldn't yeah. produce the show. Yeah, oh. yeah, well, that's true. And hey, whatever you do, just make sure you don't lose the show. Don't lose that's the show. that's uh, when when picking my replacement. That's the number one thing at the top of the requirements. Is uh, do you actually know how to record a fucking show? You idiot. Is 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 really the number one number, thing on the list? Number one requirement. Yeah. So. That's the summary, basically, uh, uh, of it. And I put everything on Twitter at SportsBKKinsig uh, is my Twitter handle. And, you know, we got a lot of run from that. It was a lot of fun. It's just great to share it all with, you know, not just you guys, but with the world and whomever's following us along and on the show. And like the show is at Cash Consig Show also on Twitter. We are getting closer to the 2K. We are almost we, we, like 1900 and change or something. Yep. So, that's slowly climbing, you know, continue to interact with the show uh, Twitter handle as well. And, and again, thank you to those who left reviews and tweeted them as well. We'll get to that in a little while. We're going to award that person uh, their hundred dollar future bet on an MLB team. And we'll, we'll get to that in the MLB segment, but yeah, summers uh, it's still going. I mean, we're going to St. George, Utah tonight, the kids last tournament together uh, the team that I've coached for six years is going to be a lot of happy tears, I think, a lot of hugs. Um, all these kids are leaving for college in a month. We're trying to coordinate, you know, one more get-together after this weekend. But um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I don't know how well we're going to do because we practiced uh, last night and the night before, and everyone else is on summer vacation as well. So hopefully we'll catch some ground balls and make some outs. Um, and maybe get some hits. I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go, but we'll put it on Twitter and you'll see it there. All right. Let's get to uh, Major League Sports. Let's start with the NBA first. Uh, man, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know what to make of this. The Suns looked amazing in games one and two. Looked as bad as they probably could have looked in game three. Uh, Booker didn't do much. The, the Bucks. It's Giannis. I mean, it's Giannis. I'll ask you first, CH. Can Giannis win the MVP if the Bucks even lose the series based on what he's doing so far in his numbers if he continue? Even if the Bucks lose in six or seven, he could be the MVP, yes or no? 
can he deserve it? Probably. Yeah, he can probably deserve it. Will he win it? Probably not. I mean, when's the last time an MVP from a losing team won a, or was from a losing team? I mean, I can't think of it off the top of my head. I'm sure you can, but it's it's only happened one time in the NFL in Super Bowl five. Chuck Howley was a Dallas Cowboys linebacker and he won the MVP. Fourteen to seven was the final score. I guess he had a lot of tackles or made a yeah. play, but defensive player, that never happens either. Rarely, right? Yeah. So um, I, don't, I don't think he can. I don't think he can do it. He's probably going to play like the MVP, and he'll probably be the best player in the series. But I don't think he can actually win the MVP. Newbie, I don't know how much NBA you're watching since the Sixers have exited. Um, <laughs> probably not much, because that's kind of what happens when your team loses. I know it happens to all of us. We do it. You know, you just stop watching. But I. Do you have a side? I mean, you got this nice Lakers jersey on. I know you're still kind of in tune with the basketball. Do you have a side? It's 2-1 Milwaukee as we're recording this. People will listen to this. It'll either be 2-2 or 3-1 Phoenix. I mean, I will say, even after the Sixers were out, like there was something compelling about that Hawks-Bucks series. There was something compelling about the Clippers and what they were kind of doing with role players against the Suns, even though the Suns clearly have been the best. There's nothing that excites me about this matchup. The Suns, the Bucks. It's just, it's hard for me to get invested into this one. Um, so, I, I mean, if I had to pick it, I, I, I guess I would lean with the Suns. Um, that's that's to, to counteract the mush. I, much like your uh, your co-host on uh, Get a Grip, which is another great podcast that I say people should check out, Dan Bach, uh, he has a futures ticket on Milwaukee. I placed the same ticket before the playoffs started because I figured, hey, if it wasn't going to be the Sixers, it was going to be the Bucks. So I have a ticket that I'm riding on the Bucks. so I would love to see them win, but... They just have nothing for that perimeter shooting of the Suns. And and yeah. back to the question on the MVP, um, the Suns win this series. They they're giving it to Chris Paul, right? Now, even if De Devin Booker outscores him, like it's Chris Paul's award just for you know, look, he finally did it. You know, the the career award. Um, I think um, you know, even even if uh, I think Giannis is Carl kind of said best player that's been in this series thus far, but. This is – it's Chris Paul's award to lose is really what I'm trying to say. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. Um, game four is tonight. I don't know. Uh, do you have a lean CH at all, at least in game four? Listeners will be listening to this probably after it's over, so we'll see how good we are. I'm thinking Suns plus the points myself. I just feel like they have to – they will not play as bad as they did in Giannis. Is it, I mean, he's really going to score 40 again? Maybe. I don't know. I just think the Suns are live to win the game. Then I think I would take the points. I always try to take the dog when I think they have a, a shot to win the game. I think they have a shot to win the game. Am I thinking right? Am I thinking wrong? Agree, disagree? Where are you at with this? Yeah, so it's it's four and a half right now. I like yep. the four and a half. I might even like money line. Like you said, I like they could win it outright. Um, I think newbie's term is the gentleman sweep, right? I think that might be what we're looking at here. Mm. I, so, I, yeah, um, I take that. Uh, I saw on a book here, they were even getting it at five. So I actually got in on the Suns at five. And really the way that I'm kind of thinking, you know, the worst thing that you can do as, as you're trying to pick games is be like, well, a team is due. But I do think like a close game 
is kind of doing this series because it's been blowout yep. either ways. Yep. I'm going to take the dog getting the points in this one because I feel like both of these teams really see this is this is a juncture that can really define how this series is going to go if they can even it up for the Bucks or if uh, the Suns can put a little bit more of a stamp on it. So I just think uh, a close game with how much these teams need this game is probably more likely. I hope so. Um, just for at, watching. At least, like it hasn't just, been fun right, to watch. Just, you know what I mean? It, it it hasn't, and that's that's the thing. I mean, it's hard enough to believe that the NBA Finals are going on, and it's July fourteenth. Yeah, right. But it's Milwaukee and Phoenix. It's I mean, not that they're bad teams. I mean, and Giannis no. is you know league MVP. Devin Booker's awesome. Uh, Aiton is doing work inside. I mean, it's it's they're compelling basketball teams, but nationally, there's no buzz, and ratings are low. Betting interest is low. The total's been unbelievable how games have gone over finally got a break and gone under but the numbers the same 220 221 whatever it takes uh, <laughs> for those of you that are old enough to know what that line means ch gets it i get little, it yeah little 220 221 whatever it takes um <laughs> uh, so yeah so we'll see w- where that ends up um and again i don't think we're doing a show next week but if the nba finals are still going on when we reconvene on this show, I give up. We we can't. We this will be the last time we talk about the NBA season. Oh, thank um, God! The one interesting thing, you know, before we move on, is did you guys hear the Kawhi news? Yes. Uh, apparently, little little knee problem. Uh nobody talked about. Like, what's going on with the betting and the business and the sports? And like, the guy had he wasn't going to play. There was no chance he was going to play. Nobody knew. Every game, questionable. Oh, he might play. Oh, this. That's some bullshit. I mean, like, there's a lot of bullshit in this, all this business and people we talked to and all that. But, like, I heard that and I was like, man, another added to the reasons why. We're probably on reason number 18,292, why I'm glad I'm not in a book going, Wow, how do you make the line for the Clippers? The guy got a knee injury. He might play, but how do you adjust the future price? Said he might play. He was never going to fucking play. I that think, is some bullshit. And I completely agree. As far as like betting interests, and I feel like that's why it's so hard to, to you know, make betting your living, whether it's the, the, the side of the counter taking the action or you're the one placing the action is because of exactly that. I give credit to Kawhi and his team. In today's information age, the fact that we're hearing weeks later that he had an ACL tear and had surgery on it, dude, this guy's camp is fucking impenetrable. Like, like, like how in today's how? age right. does that not come out? That's credit to the guys who Kawhi has surrounded him with because that's the first time I've ever seen that in professional sports in my time watching that you're able to skirt in the information age with the Adam Schefters and Rappaport and everybody wants to be the first to report that news. That didn't come out until weeks later. Credit to the dudes he has around him because those are some real ones. Pretty strong. Pretty strong. Um, CH, it's not a hockey guy. But, like, there was no chance he was playing. And we were talking about the Clippers being, uh, like, a legitimate threat. Like, noobs had him uh, talking about going to the Western Conference Finals and all this stuff. Like, do you, as a better, as someone who is, you know, I mean, your state just got it. You're just kind of really being able to do it every day, dive into it and stuff like that. Does it piss you off at all? I I think it would piss me off more if the Clips – made it to the next round and every night it was, is Kawhi going to play? Is Kawhi going to play? 
You know, I think yeah. he only missed. What did he miss? Like the last three games of that series, maybe. I don't remember exactly, but it felt like the whole goddamn series. Well, but he played yeah, the first was, one, right? And, yeah, and, and, and then, then he was like rushed. done for. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I mean, it pisses you off. But, you know, the good thing is it's not like you have to place your bet 24 hours before tip off. Right. You know, before tip off, if you're going to if you're going to if he's playing right. or not, it screws you with your future bets. Yeah, that that's, that's where it screws you. I mean, even now, I think they moved from 16 to one to 20 to one today just when that came out. Oh, yeah. You know, and, oh, yeah. you know, if that happens, you know, Friday night before a Saturday game, you know, you have time to react. But if it happens at you know, six forty-five for a seven o'clock tip. Maybe you don't have time to react, right? Yeah. And then you got to bet out of it with the pre-in uh, game <laughs> and all that other stuff, right? Um, all right. Well, last thing here: Chris Paul's minus two forty to win the MVP. Giannis is plus two twenty. Um, we'll just we'll give a pick because we got to just every once in a while give a pick or something. Yeah. I'm saying Giannis wins the MVP right now. I, I I would take the 220, whether they win or not. I just think Paul's not going to – I mean, something's going to happen. I don't know. Maybe the backlash of giving him – I don't know. I just – I'm taking Giannis. You you guys are on the Paul. If the Suns win, it's Paul. If the Bucks win, it's Giannis. Pretty much everyone else on the list, I'm looking at the odds right now, um, pretty steep, like 12 to 1, and then it goes like 8 and 80 to 1. Middleton, 120 to 1. There's not a chance in hell anyone else wins it. So me drew um, holiday for the limit, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I would, I would play Paul, but I ain't laying two forty to play yeah. a fucking MVP odd. You know what nah. I mean? You know what I mean? That's nah. just, that's absurd. Nah. Yep. It's almost it's almost like a circus bet. We used to call that, that yeah. was the nickname uh, yeah. in the in the risk room. We used to say that's a circus bet. Yeah. I don't know who's playing it, but I wouldn't do it. But it, it, I'm just I'm thinking Giannis continues to do what he's doing. Forty points a game, close. They'll give it to him. We'll see. All right. Uh, before we move on, I just wanted to mention um, the ECSI East Coast Sports Investors. Ever wonder with 30 plus years of sports wagering experience and a number one ranked sports investors in the world, according to Google, first page looks like. Just go to www.eastcoastsportsinvestors.com. Your sports leaders delivered to you via text and email. Uh, there's no better time to meet the ECSI family. The NHL playoffs are over, but the NBA playoffs are still going on. The daily grind of MLB, and now we've got the Open Championship. Golf is up. Jeff does a great job with that. Um, ECSI has already cashed three outright winners pre-flop. If you still have questions, it says to ask the real Vegas Dave, Mr. Sherapan. I laugh at that every time I read it because I was on Jeff's show today. Jeff's doing a show now. There's no I in team, just win and profit. Um, the bankroll, breakfast bankroll is he, is what he's calling it. Him and I did it today. Newbie, you're doing it tomorrow, right, to talk about lacrosse. You guys are going on there talking about lacrosse, yeah, right? Yeah, we've, we've been planning. Um, you know, we've been doing every past Wednesday. Now the PLL is off for the next two weeks. So uh, we'll talk a little bit more futures. You know, anytime you get to talk to Jeff, you're not going to say no. You know what I mean? Like, it's so yeah. fun hopping on there. Great information that he gives folks. So, uh, so yeah, we'll be talking some lacrosse tomorrow, 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, whenever you hear this, um, you know, that's uh, it's, it's Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern. There so you go. The PLL's taking two weeks off. 
Yeah, it's what? almost like they're fucking Dave. I was going to say, is he the freaking commissioner of the PLL? What the hell is that all about? He might be. He is pushing this lacrosse thing a little bit. He may have some some rooting interests there. I don't know. <laughs> wow. I mean, they played like three weeks, right? And then they take two weeks yeah. off. I mean, yeah. I know lacrosse is a hard sport, but like yeah. Lewis said, tie your fucking shoes and get, get out it. there. Yeah, Let's I'm go. I'm with you. I'm I with mean, you. Really? Man. I'm with My you. My God. Mike Blewett, a good friend of the show, at Mike Blewett. Yeah. Uh, you got to follow him on Twitter as well. He did a take a minute segment spent. What'd you say, Carl? I think the show was like an hour and 45 minutes. We got Probably. a lot of great information and all we do is give him shit about tying your shoes because <laughs> he had a great take a minute about being a lacrosse coach for kids and the kids won't tie their fucking shoes. It's so nuts. it was actually pretty funny. Um, pulling the goalie segment real quick, pretty easy. Tampa win the Stanley cup. God damn. CH your boy goes to Tampa. I mean, he goes to Tampa. All they do is win. What the fuck is going on in Tampa? Did you go to Tampa, or were you in a different part of Florida? <laughs> I was in a different part of Florida. Okay, I was at Delray Beach, other the other coast. Okay, but I mean, seriously, what, what the hell? I mean, Brady goes to Florida. They win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yep. Last yeah. year they they, they Ca- were cash the under there. By the way, yeah. Oh well shit! Done. Yeah. Well yeah, done. Right. Get, 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 get cash it in. Yeah. That's right. It's money I right there. Brady. I don't Son think Carl even says it anymore. It's, it's implanted in your eyes. He's a he fucking master. He leaned in that time. He's, He's a mastermind. Me. You know how you talked about Kelsey planting all these little things in your brain, making you think it's your idea? That's it. There you That's go. It. Every goddamn week. We are on it. It's better than Cal. It's going to rival Cal Ripken streak. Every single <laughs> win. You mentioned Tom Brady on this show. Cash considerations at Cash Considerations Show. No, so like Tampa, I mean, obviously they were the better team. It was a shame for Montreal. Um, they just had a great season. Carey Price was awesome. Hockey's hockey. Better team won. Um, do they three-peat, Carl? No. Is it possible? No. It can't, no. right? No. Well, first of all, hopefully they're not going to be able to cheat with the salary cap in the playoffs <laughs> next year, yeah, right? I think I'm the only person in the world who's still angry about this. <laughs> I think there are Canadians fans who have let it go. I am still pissed off about this. I know yeah. it's legal, and Jeff Davis kind of busted my balls about it a little bit, even though he's a Canadian guy. That <laughs> you know it, they've got to collectively bargain that they can't do this next year. But to be able to add people after the season ends, granted they were on the roster and all that, but to be able to circumvent the cap like that is just not a, it's not a cool thing. Right. They're already going to have a problem. They've got the same problem again next year with the cap. And they're talking about what they're going to do with Stamkos next year and things like that. So no, I I think this, the party's over in Tampa. Uh, Newbie, did you see the post game interview with, uh, no shirt, drinking a beer it's and all that awesome. stuff. Like, I, I immediately thought of you, and I don't know why, but how cool was that? No, I thought the exact thing. I was like, this is this dude is my long-lost brother. Like, that was – I just love it when you get to see athletes and just people in sports that, you know – are just like unfiltered like that. You know what I mean? Like where, where they're not taking themselves too seriously. Another perfect example to keep with the Tom Brady stuff, like how awesome was it seeing Tom Brady drunk this year at the Super Bowl parade for Tampa Bay? You know what I mean? Like throwing right, trophies. Right, right. Like I just love when the facade falls away and you just get to see athletes, just guys being dudes or in the, uh, in the girls' case, mm-hmm. you know, gals being gals. Like it's just like... I just love when when the whole air of look at us, we are the professionals, like falls down, and the textbook example of that is a dude fucking slugging a beer shirtless after winning a Stanley Cup championship. I loved it, man. I need we need more of that kind of stuff in sports. I love that stuff. 
The, yeah. the only problem is that there's only one team every year that can do that. Yeah. You know, if you right, if the team that finished in seventeenth place, you look like get a jackass. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Canadians don't no. get to do that. Yeah. Right. No. Only one team can do that and get away with it. If you don't, if you do it and you're on one of those other thirty-one teams, then you're a jackass. Yeah, that's, that's true. Uh, right. Yeah. Or monkey jizz guy, which the yeah. voice that you just leaned back and did that thing right there. What arm this guy? Whatever. <laughs> you go deep and you go back, and it's 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 good it's like every single fucking time. Fucking Jiminy Glick from uh, <laughs> Martin Short. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's that's the pooling the goalie segment. Uh, you know, hopefully, uh, I actually ran into Jeff Davis. He's at uh, underscore underscore the junkyard. I saw him down at Circa uh, for the soccer final. I went down there. And met Chris Abbott, uh, who's also with Cool Bet Canada. We're going to talk to him about doing some stuff. He's going to be on the show, another hockey guy. But we watched the game together. I saw Jeff. I said, man, it's crazy about that. He, he was all over the Canadians preseason. Uh, he had futures. He had a very big position on it and, and had a great run. But, you know, we talked about it. I said, man, is anybody going to win next year? Like, we just – I'm tired of Tampa. As good as they are, like – it's two years is good. Like, I don't want to see an Islander four-year runs that the Oilers back in a day when they were winning cups. Let's let, let's get that shit yeah. spread out a little You'll bit. never That's see fun. that again yeah. in any sport. You'll never see four, a team win four in a row. You'll never see it again. Wow. Okay. Now, with, the, with the cap constraints they have now, there's no way you can. I would think not, but, you know, stranger things have happened. Yeah. All right, MLB. Boys, we call it Bondia, Bontarde, Bonnoche. That's good morning, good afternoon, good night. It's basically a quick look at three things because baseball season is forever. Six months. How can we talk about baseball every week? You listen to the show once a week. When you listen to the show, wherever you're at. But it's all-star break. All-star break, it means all-star game and home run derby. Uh, noobs, did you watch the home run derby? What did you think? Um, I saw the highlights. I did have some rooting interest because I, like seemingly all of fucking America, had the over for the longest home run. It seemed like that yep. was everybody's sharp pick, yet yep. everybody was on it. So that was my only rooting interest. I was actually at the movies. I was seeing that new Marvel movie, the Black Widow movie. It wasn't bad, but I missed out on the home run derby. So that tells you my excitement level. I was watching uh, Scarlett Johansson on a screen in leather, overwatching guys uh, rip some baseball out of the park, though I will say home run derby, hell of a lot more interesting than the all-star game. I think that happens every year. NBA skills competition, hell of a lot more interesting than the game. So uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't see it, but um, I did catch some of the highlights and uh, Alonzo, fucking animal, man. Yeah. Yeah, oh just, he, he, he was made for home run derbies. Like he's, an, oh, like, he's, he's a good strange. player. He's an all right player. He's like, he's the goat. He's the Tom Brady of home run derbies. He's, he's not quite yeah. there yet, but he's trending towards it. Five more um, years, he'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How was the movie? The movie was good? It was good. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the Marvel movies. Mm -hmm. I know they're not uh -huh. uh, you know, a Scorsese masterpiece or anything, but it was fun. It was the first movie I'd been back at since before the pandemic happened, so okay. it was cool to be back. Movie was fine. You know, uh, newbie review, three out of five stars. It was good, not great. What does newbie get when you go to the movies as far as snacks? Are oh. you big? I mean, I figure you probably. I, people at the snack the bar start worrying when they see me coming because they're like, <laughs> here's the guy who's going to get the large popcorn and the large soda and then fill it up after the previews are done since you get the free refills. Uh, I go popcorn, I go uh, Diet Coke, large on both of those bad boys, and then a thing of milk duds. 
The the milk duds oh. are great for getting the because um, I'm not a big on milk duds because they're so fucking chewy. They're mm. great for getting the popcorn out of the teeth. So it's like a one-two punch. It, it's a dual purpose. You get the salty, you get the sweet, you remove the kernels from your teeth. It's a beautiful thing. God, he's oh, such man. a professional, CH. I mean, really. He I mean, it's just, uh, he's got so many different things that he does that we just learn from every time. I, I feel um, like we jumped to a Carl's Corner here when we're talking about what you did at the movies. I mean, I, I know. Well, yeah, but just another just, little Jedi mind trick yeah, I pulled off well done. as I slowly that, take over the show. Well Put done. that in there. Um, so CH, you're old enough to remember like me, the all-star game was yeah. the first opportunity to see the other team, oh, yeah. like in person, like you got to see a guy. Yeah. And for me, the all-star game was introductions. I couldn't wait for whomever was on the pirates to step to the baseline, tip their hat to the crowd and be introduced. And then the game would be the game. And you would always forget about certain parts of it, unless your guy did something, but the All-Star game still means something to me as a fan. I mean, betting-wise, though, like, the total was 11. The All-Star game is never a high-scoring game. It just go back and look. And, you know, from doing the other shows with, like, you know, Morancy and Cam and, and Walsh and, and Donnie Wrightside, 19-3. and three. The American mm -hmm. League is 19-3 and three in the last 22 games. How in the hell would anyone bet the National League, one, and then two, the total was 11. That could have been one of the easiest and best plays I've ever seen. Yeah. Did you bet the game? Did you watch did. the game? What did you take away from the game? So I heard a wise man, I think it was yesterday, on an MLB sanctioned show say something about the over is for losers or for suckers because <laughs> pitchers get paid too, oh, right? Yeah, I, yeah. I heard a wise I heard man say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, to, to think, yeah, I think it was artificially inflated because they were in Denver and everybody thinks there's going to be 15 home runs hit. It's not the home run derby, right? Um, I did bet it. Um, I did a little bit of math. I'm the math guy. And I figured, I looked back over the last, I think it's like the last 12 years, only one game has had a run differential of more than four. Wow. Yeah. So the bets were there for us out here anyway. I don't know about everywhere else where you could bet. AL by a run, AL by two runs, AL by three runs, Whoa. or NL by one, two, or three, and then four or more. I just wiped out the four or more and said, I don't think this is going to happen. But if you sprinkled on all the other six, as long as the game came in under four runs, you win. Wow. I won. Nice work. So, yeah, it's like a, it's like a 20% return, even though I bet all six of them and only one hit. It was still a twenty percent return. Right, because the prices were really were, were, they were all were plus very money favorable. Yeah, all, money. and it was a, NL plus by uh, NL losing by three. So what was AL by three? Right, was yeah. plus eleven hundred five two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so nice. All I was thinking while Carl was talking was like with Carl's number analysis, your experience behind the book, and like my gut that for whatever reason, like we're going to fucking crush the Superbook contest. Like if people aren't <laughs> listening to us in football season. You're clueless. Like, tell your friends, because as I was hearing Carl talking, I was like, oh, my God. Like, we put our three brains together, and we have maybe, like, the perfect football handicapping mind. I can't wait right. for uh, our football season, guys. It's going to be fun. It's, we're, we're hopefully, uh, you know, the plan is is probably to, to do a show uh, entry into one of the big contests, and then, you know, how we'll get to the contest decisions is going to be uh. a – 
That's going to be the the the, the, te the text group is going to be a fucking war zone. You know, this just on, hit on games. <laughs> this just hit me that we've been kicking around doing two shows during football season, right? Yeah. Couldn't one whole show be just the three of us trying to figure out which five frigging games we're going to pick? Hey, every week? Yeah, he's on to actually, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that could be pretty fucking entertaining. Right let's in my keep notes. that one on the lid, boys. Yeah. We've got a lot of things yeah. to talk about. Yeah. We haven't been in person. Yes, that is probably going to be uh, a, a very real possibility come football season. We're going to discuss that after uh, Dan Alexander, a.k.a. Newbert, gets back from vacation. But – yeah, we gotta we gotta figure that out. I think it'll be fun, and I think it, the discussions will be intelligent discussions. They'll be, you Absolutely. know, we'll be able to have back and forth. I think that I think people will listen to, um, you know, because I've done the contest. I've been with a partner. I, I, it's it's a it's a war. I mean, you got to go back and forth, make your case for your side, this side. What do you think? I'm a big fan of not picking the popular games. So, you know, we'll be talking about the Houston Texans. Is that enough points to take them in the games that I, you know, I always try to stay off the radar. No, it's definitely not. No, enough. none of them are enough points. There's <laughs> not going to be enough points to take the Texans. Their season wins is four. How the fuck are they going to win four games? I mean, seriously, but that's a whole other story. We'll get to football. Uh, my takeaway was the home run derby is cool. The, the pre-stuff on MLB Network was fantastic, and I did appear on that show both yesterday. I did it again today. It's actually on the MLB Network tonight. You can DVR it. Um, it's the national – it's the debut of the actual gambling part of it on the MLB Network. So we got a nice pop for the show, uh, you know, host of the Cash Consideration Show. We talk about it and all that. Drop that one in there today. So um, I still love baseball. I just um, – it's – Sometimes they just can't get out of their own way. Like I just, I, I you, you wonder. Like I was watching a home run derby. All I wanted to know while I was watching it, goddamn broadcast, was how far the balls were going. That's it. There was a zillion graphics on the goddamn screen, and not one told me how far the balls went. It was driving me crazy. So I don't think I was the only one, but I was like, why? I have to catch a glimpse of the scoreboard as the ball goes four eighty five to see that it went four eighty five. But everybody had that over. It opened 510, closed 519 and a half. The thing fell 520. So people cashed you over. People that had Alonzo, good for you. And people that had Vladi to win the MVP, even better. That was a nice little hit, too. And it wasn't like rocket science. I mean, you should have had him as one of the people. But, you know, three home runs in a game, decent game. Let's get to the second half. Postseason picks. We'll just run them real quick. Uh, I did it on the MLB Network, and I did it like this. These are my division winners. I can't decide between the Red Sox and the Rays in the AL East. Um, for the show purposes, I'll pick the Rays just because they have better pitching. But I love the Red Sox lineup. And I heard Gump told me um, that they may make a move to get Anthony Rizzo to play first base and hit bombs and hit almost 300. They – they got one of the best lineups in baseball. If they go make a move and get another bat, look the fuck out. If Sale comes back and does anything, Carl's going to have to just finally say that the Red Sox are good because they're going <laughs> to challenge for the World Series. The AL Central's decided the White Sox are winning it and one arm away, in my opinion, from being maybe the odds-on favorite. They got guys coming back. They're going to be scary. AL West is Houston and Oakland. Whoever wins it, the other one probably gets the wild card because the AL East, whoever loses it, gets the other wild card. We go from there. 
Those are my my AL picks, my NL picks. Pretty simple. NL Central, I, I'm thoroughly impressed with the Brewers. I think they're going to continue to do what they're doing and win that division, be a real hard out for anyone in the NL. All three teams in the NL West, they're making it. Dodgers, Padres, Giants, they're all making it. I don't think the Giants are going away. I think their pitching is really good, and they're going to make a move or two to shore up their lineup and get some maybe another stick in there. I, I, I don't think they're going away, and, and the Padres have the Dodgers number. I don't know which team wins the division. I'll say the Dodgers because that's who I have in the preseason picks, and i got to make up a couple games on Newbie. <laughs> Plus, the kids love the Dodgers, so I, I, I'll ride with them. Uh, but they're all three making the playoffs. The NL East, though. The NL East. I, I, I'm just not convinced that it's the Mets. I just will refuse to believe. So what does that leave us? I'm not picking the Braves, who I did in the preseason thing. Acuna's hurt. Without Acuna, <laughs> I don't think so, boys. That leaves the Nationals and that team in Philadelphia, the Phillies. Norb, Nate, you guys listen to the show. I was at the ballpark. Bryson's going to play for the team. He's going to be the starting shortstop, hopefully, in a year or two in Philadelphia. I really want these Phillies to win, but that bullpen is so goddamn bad. It's just so much to overcome. If we could do anything to shore it up, I'm in. Until we do, I think the Nationals are the dark horse. I think they, they make a move. The next 15 days are very important in the pennant races. We'll go from there. C.H., are you ready to say the Red Sox are good? One and two. What do you got for either divisions, pennants, or a World Series pick? Yes, I am ready to say that the Red Sox are good. Music, anything. We gotta <laughs> anything. play something. Play the these song. Wait, wait, I, I don't have any Red Sox song on the board. I don't, I don't here. think there is a Red Dirty Sox Water. Song. What's that song? Dirty. Yeah, Dirty Water. There you go. There you dun, go. Dun, Dirty dun, Water. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun, dun. We're gonna have to get that newbie. I got yes. you. Yes. For next yeah, week, you got me? I got you. You got me for next yeah, week. Yeah, well, yeah. All, right. all right. Yeah, I, I'm ready to say they're good. You know, all all along, I discounted or I forgot or I didn't give enough credit to Alex Cora. I mean, he's a phenomenal manager. God damn, they, is he good. They've got three amazing hitters that they needed to hit this year. They needed Devers to hit. They needed Bogarts to hit. They needed Martinez to hit. And all three of them were all-stars. They're all raking. And the three, four, Ooh. five in that lineup – you can't get around them. I'm going to take the Sox. I can't believe I'm going to say this. Matt, Matt Peralta, I don't know if you listen to the show or not, but hopefully he doesn't hear this part. <laughs> I'm going to take him to win the American League. They're going to the series. I, I just, I, I, I can't believe how good they are. I don't get it. And, you know, when you get to, I think it's going to come down to the Red Sox and the White Sox. And by the time you get into late October, it's going to be, Getting cold, the games. No way in hell Tony LaRusso is going to be able to stay awake when it's cold out and it's dark <laughs> early. He's going to fall asleep during the ALCS. That's you know I said that all along, and of course the, I think they have the best record in the American League. Uh, yeah, they have the best winning yeah. percentage in the American League, despite Tony LaRusso. Um, I think it's the Sox. I think it's the White Sox in the Central. Um, I think you're right. It's Houston and Oakland. I'm leaning Oakland. Um, Yep. In the West, um, mainly because I still have a little bit of bias against Houston for everything that happened a few of years course. ago. Of course. We all um, I'm, I'm with you in the Central, in the National League. I think Milwaukee. Milwaukee might be the National League team in the World Series. 
Um, That's, it wouldn't be surprising. Wouldn't be surprising. I really wouldn't. Right? Really wouldn't. Nope. The NL West, the Padres are starting to worry me a little bit because they they're falling. They're not gaining any ground. It feels like they're always five, six, seven games behind, and they're not gaining on uh, on either team. Yeah. You know, um, as much as as exciting as it is to see, especially the highlights, because I'm not staying up till one o'clock in the morning to watch them play. But <laughs> Even to listen to Orsillo? That's just the thing, is just oh, listening to best. Orsillo, that's how I start my day off usually, because there's he's some the clip of some highlight, you know, of somebody doing something in San Diego, and, and Orsillo just goes off. He's, he's fantastic. The best. He's so good. So I think, like you said, all three of those teams are going to make the playoffs. Um, and then in the, the NFC East, where no team is good enough to make the playoffs, but one of the teams has to make the playoffs. <laughs> um, Jesus, I don't know. I, I, I'll I'll say the Phillies. Yeah, I'll say the Phillies because uh-huh. let's for, go for the show. This prevents newbie from mushing them if I say it. And he's right, right. Well, we, we maybe just gloss over his picks. Like, I ain't go. gonna let you pick the division moves. Like, I was gonna, I I was gonna to say, you guys were talking long enough that I was able to actually pull up uh, the different divisions so I can actually know what the fuck I'm talking about. So that okay, was, uh, that's that was, all you need to do. Just look at it. Newbie just run them six parts. I'll I don't need him. no analysis. I'll run them this down. Nobody wants the analysis. If no. you want to, if you want to know what futures you can place on the Premier Lacrosse League champions, I can help you out because you can place Absolutely. a juicy ticket on the Atlas plus ten to one. So that's there where I go. would tell you to lean there in baseball. I'm going Rays, so I don't mush Carl since he's finally believing in the Sox. AL yes. Central, speaking of the Sox, those guys are already having it locked up. They could lap the other teams in that shithole division. Yep. Uh, AL West, Astros, I said it before the season, I'll say it now, best trash cans in the league. NL Central, I love beer. Monkey jizz or not, Brewers <laughs> win in the division. I completely agree. They are terrific. I actually caught them in a couple different games, and uh, I, I think they could definitely win the National League. I think that was great analysis out of you guys. I'm sticking with the Dodgers. I know the Giants have been great this year, but the Dodgers, they're just one of the more competitive teams that I've had a chance of watching, and I'm doing it. I'm mushing them. I'm sticking with it. I think the Phillies are going to win this division because what do the Mets want to do? They want to piss away this division by the end of the year. So give me the Phils to win the NL East, and Alvarez, I still love you, brother. Back to you guys. There's my takes. Take them to the bank, boys. Oh, that's it. I like it. Um... That's it for Bon Dia, Bon Tarde, Bon Noche, baseball discussion. Uh, before we move on to a uh, a quick swing through Carl's Corner, I want to do the um, giveaway, actually. We got we to gotta give away the future bet. So we just did the analysis. You don't have to listen to anything we say. You can pick whatever team you want. But we asked for reviews. We had people submit reviews. Email Carl at the show email. Carl, reach into the hat. It's only fitting that we have a hat. I wear a hat every day. <laughs> Carl has a hat. It's the Daily Juice hat. Thank you, Matt Peralt, uh, from the Daily Juice. You can listen to that podcast wherever you find podcasts. The names are in the hat. Carl, pull the winner of the cash considerations, first ever Futures Ticket podcast winner for the review. Who is it? The winner is username... TB12. I'm not sure who that is. Fuck who the you. fuck is that guy? Oh, no. You know, I set it up so I was gonna, that was going to be when I said Tom Brady on the show, but you guys already did it for me. I didn't have to. The actual winner is Mark Ringo. Ringo! Ringo! Let's go, Ringo! Ringo! 
Right. That's good. Congrats, Congrats man. Congrats, Congrats to Ringo. So we'll yes. have to, uh, what, we'll slide in his DMs. We'll let him know uh, that he's our winner, and he'll have to let us know what we're placing the future on. We'll all look at the different books we have available, and we'll get him the best price. Absolutely. Yes. Love Absolutely. it. Ringo, you pick your squad. I have a feeling he's going to pick the White Sox. Uh, he's a Chicago guy, but he's a big listener of the show. That's all um, the time we have for him. Yeah. That's it. That's all the time we have. Move on. They got great Thank hot you, dogs, Ringo, though. for the review. Thank you to the rest of you dogs. that left us a review. Yes. We really appreciate it. Go on. Spread the show. Leave us more reviews. Somehow that climbs us up in the ratings, rankings, some bullshit. I don't know how these things are done, but um, it helps. We appreciate it, and we hope you are enjoying the show. Um all right, before we go to Carl's Corner, it's the uh, Book It Sports app, which these guys, Trent is all over the place right now. What's better than winning a bet? Doing it with your friends on the Book It Sports app. You can talk about the game, track your action, and buy picks straight from the pros. Whether you like MLB, NBA, or NHL, come sweat out your bets with one of the fastest-growing communities in sports betting. Start building your following and stand out amongst your friends by downloading Book It Sports today for free on the Apple and Google Play stores, Book It Sports is available for download in all 50 states. So uh, we thank those guys. Uh, continue to uh, you know follow them, Nick, Trent, David, and obviously Liv Moods, who is just exploding all over social media. All right, it's time to go to that place. Um, Dan Newbert at Dan at Newbie Talks, but Dan Alexander, take us to where we all want to go. Please close. Thanks, Dave, and thanks for being able to spell my name that isn't actually hard to spell at fucking all, but apparently it is. But this Carl's Corner isn't brought to you by bad last names. It's brought to you by CH himself. Carl Haskell, Carl's Corner, take it away. You know, guys, I didn't even care we didn't do a show for two weeks. I didn't get an intro for two weeks, and that was a little bit depressing. I was so actually, I was thinking of just calling you and leaving you a voicemail <laughs> with that song in the background, and then I completely forgot because I was like, man, two weeks. Carl said it's the uh, best part of his week. Like, his weeks have fucking sucked <laughs> the past two weeks. I was actually just going to ask you if you could leave me a voicemail next week while you're on vacation. <laughs> It's a uh, must. It's it'll, a must. It's got to appear in the group thread. I'll record a voicemail thing for you that that song's playing, uh, and you've reached Carl Haskell. He's oh, unavailable to come awesome. to the phone right now. <laughs> I got awesome. you. Awesome. If anybody called me, that would be amazing. You know <laughs> who I base that voice off of is the movie phone guy. That's 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 where oh, I'm. That's where yeah, I'm getting yeah, that yeah, guy. Yeah, from. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, How do you nice. even know what movie phone is? I I mean, soul. it's you see the gray hairs, man. I, <laughs> yeah, I hide them well on the webcam, but you see the gray <laughs> hairs. That's true. All right. So, you know, Carl's Corner, we tend to go off on tangents and get away from sports a little bit. But today we're going to try to stick with sports a little bit. Um, you know, Stanley Cup was given to the to the Lightning last – when was it? Was it over the weekend? I don't even remember. Yeah. It's all a blur yeah. now. But the, the thing that kind of triggered this for me is last week, um, Nesson, the local – sports channel that carries the Red Sox and the Bruins up here has a series called behind the B where they spend some time, you know, behind the scenes with the team. They just did a four part series on the 2011 Bruins from 10 oh. years ago. And they showed what these guys did when they had their day with the Stanley cup, mm. you know, coach brought it here and, you know, uh, you know, Bergeron brought it up to Montreal and they showed some stuff there. And it got me to think, what would we do if we were on, 
the Flyers winning. Well, the Flyers aren't going to win the cup. But if, if we were on, if we were on <laughs> the Penguins thrill. and the Penguins won the cup, or I was on the Bruins and the Bruins won the cup, and I got to spend a day with it, what would we do with the cup? So, Dave, I'm going to go to you first. You're you're playing yeah. there. You're you're on the team that Mario owns, oh, and man. you get to play out there with Sid. You get to raise the cup up over your head and in, in the yard or wherever they what do they play? The igloo, whatever the yeah, place it is used called. To be the igloo, it used yeah, to be the yeah, igloo. Yeah, yeah. Where do you you get a whole day with the cup? So the Bronco shows up or whatever it is, the Escalade shows up, they've got the the case in the back of the trunk and they open up that thing and it's yours for a day. What are you gonna do with it? You know what I would do? It would be it would be so hard to have to take it to all the places that I would want to take it. So like, and this is, this actually happened to me a couple years ago when the Penguins won the cup in San Jose, my friend Travis said, come to the game, game seven, and then you can go on the ice when they award the cup with me. And I couldn't go because I was working in the book while they win the cup. He has his own party at his, uh, his parent his mother-in-law's and father-in-law's lake house with his day with the cup. And I didn't go because it was football season and I couldn't get out of working in the book. So what I would do. I would get to know when in advance that I would get the cup and I would invite every goddamn person I could to come to my house. And the only other place I would want to take it would be the rink where it all started, which it doesn't exist anymore. But one of the rinks close by the house in Pittsburgh where I started playing, I would take it there. And I don't know where the destination would be. I think it would just be the house and say like, look, we're going to have, thousands of people come by and come take a picture with the cup, see the cup, drink the cup. Those guys in Tampa beat that thing up. I mean, that thing got dented. I don't know exactly what I would drink out of it, but you can guarantee goddamn tea. I'm drinking something out of that thing. And man, when he would say, all right, your day's over, I'd have, they'd have to rip that thing out of my hands because for the number of years that I was in Pittsburgh and covered those teams and was around the cup, it was awesome. So Come over to the house, get some Primo's hoagies, any of that shit, and we just make it like a three-course meal day. A lot of drinks, a lot of pictures, and over at my house. That's That would be my day with the cup. That's fantastic. And uh, so you said you didn't know what you would drink out of it. Would you eat anything out of it? I I think so. Yeah, I, yeah. I, 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 there's nothing that I, I, I don't think I wouldn't do with it. Like that thing was it been in swimming pools. It, it, people fed their dogs out of it. Safe said babies in it. Who gives a shit, man? It's a Stanley Cup. Exactly. That's forever. That's forever, man. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I would do it all. Absolutely. Awesome. All right, newbie. On the off chance that you're playing for the Flyers and they somehow managed to <laughs> win the Stanley Cup. What are you doing with it for the day, man? I hope they at least get one in my lifetime. I, I just, oh. I, I hope I still, I mean, I just have yeah. replays. Like sometimes I'll wake up and I'm not even a big hockey guy. Like I like, I like the sport, but it's not like I live and die by it. I wake up just thinking about that fucking goal that the Blackhawks scored that like stayed in the back of the net. No, and yeah, it was just yeah. absolutely brutal. And, and that run uh, was awesome. I know you didn't like it as much, Carl, because of one of the ways that they got there, but uh, <laughs> God, I hope they win it at least once for me. I did a little research because, you know, Dave, I don't know what I would drink out of the cup. 
you know what I'm drinking out of the cup. We're going brews. We're going Miller Lite. There's nothing wrong with Miller Lite. I did the research, and according to the keeper of the cup or the handler, whatever the fuck Same his name guy. is, the dude with the sweetest white gloves in the game, uh, Phil Pritchard is his name. He oh. was asked the question that everybody wants to know, and it's how many cans of beer does the Stanley Cup hold? Yes, I did the research, and yes, it is 14 12-ounce cans of beer. 14 Ooh. is what I used to pregame with before I would go out. <laughs> Give me 14 cans of Miller Lite in the Stanley Cup. Newbies down in it, and that is my day with the cup. I'm just recovering, eating cheesesteaks, eating all kinds of stuff in my drunken stupor all day long. So it would start with a with a basic beer bong out of the cup. It would end <laughs> with uh, with me crying into a slice of pizza is, is, is my day with the cup. Love it. So basically, newbie's gonna get the cup. He's gonna pour fourteen beers into it. He's gonna shoot. He's gonna guzzle the fourteen beers, then he's gonna pass out next to the cup for the whole rest of the day. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a pass outer. I will say, I'll be I'll be out on my feet, but I won't pass out. I I, I, can, I can say that. Stay up, stay up. Yeah, I'm the Rocky of drinking. I'll take. It ain't about how much you can drink. It's about how much you can drink and keep drinking and keep on going. Some some quote it. like that is in there That's somewhere. Right. There you Beautiful. Go. So I can tell you, and again, I've had a little bit more time to think about this because, well, it's called Carl's Corner. It's not called Dave's Corner or Dan's Co Dan Alexander's Corner. So I've been thinking <laughs> about this for a little bit. So the first thing I'm going to do with the cup is I'm going to take it to whoever the fuck taught me how to skate because I'm 51 yep. years old and I can't skate. So <laughs> by some miracle, somebody taught me how to skate. That's the first guy that gets to see the cup. Then obviously I got to take it to mom's house, right? Yep. Mom had to have been supportive of me learning how to skate at 51 years old. She told me when I was six, when I said I wanted to play hockey, she said, no, you can't play hockey. You have weak ankles. Well, how the fuck do you know if you have weak ankles? I'm pretty sure it just meant she didn't want to get up at four o'clock in the morning to drive yeah, me two hours to the hockey smart. rink. Mama Haskell. Then after I leave my mother's house, I am going to find it before I get the cup. I am going to find the three guys who used to torment me and beat the shit out of me in junior high school and high school. I'm going to find out where they live and I'm going to park outside of their house. So Dave Basterach, Troy Giard and Tim Burke, wherever the fuck you are, I'm going to find you. and I'm going to hold the cup over my head on your fucking front lawn. <laughs> then we're coming here. We're coming back here for the party. I mean, there's gonna, obviously oh. you got to have the big party out by the pool. And I'm going to fill that whole thing full of nachos. It's going to be Ooh. a giant seven-layer dip oh, or something no. inside that Stanley Cup. That's that strong. Everybody's going to be dipping out of and everything like that. And then I haven't talked to my wife about this part yet, but <laughs> that that cup is staying in the bed between the two of us for the night. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm 51 years old and I went out and I learned how to skate and somehow wound up with the Stanley Cup, I get to spend the whole night with the cup. That's fair. That is my day and night. Oh, with the cup. that's beautiful. I love it. That's beautiful. Oh. Taking it back. Carl, I want to be on a fly on the wall on your day with the Stanley Cup. And I'm Scrooge McDuckin' into that dip, baby. This has been Carl's Corner. Back to you, Dave. Uh, well, you guys would be here for the party. Oh, well, yeah. good. Of course. I mean... I'll play Fuck that it. song and introduce Carl walking in with the cup. It'll be oh fucking God. amazing. Oh, it'll be amazing. Absolutely amazing. No. <laughs> um, 
And thank you uh, again for bringing that in and out each time. But um, Carl's Corner is brought to you by Peter, who's oh, yeah, voiceover Peter. work. Yeah. I have so, a read here for Peter. You do? I is do. It available? It yeah, is available. How about that? I have it ready to go. Whether you are, Good work. Whether you are looking for a distinctive voice for your documentary, audiobook, YouTube channel, professional e-learning, or even an intro bumper for your podcast, or some cheesy segment that you somehow managed to finagle into the middle of every <laughs> podcast, Peter Cross will deliver a high-quality voiceover for you. Your, your brand deserves the most special attention. It is who you are and what you do. Peter will represent you with the utmost care and attention to detail, like you deserve, like your customers and subscribers expect. Check him out at PeterFCross.com or reach out to me, Carl Haskell, from Carl's Corner, at CashConsidShow at gmail.com. Look at that. Oh. That's a guy who learned how to do a lot. It's like in Happy Gilmore when he's like, somebody learned how to putt. It's like, somebody learned how to live read. <laughs> Man, the voices you're rolling right now, Dan Alexander. It's because now that I don't do like a daily radio show, now I just... I annoy the fuck out of my girlfriend. I annoy the fuck out of you guys because yeah. when you're a talk radio guy and you have no audience to talk to anymore, you're just talking to yourself, which I already <laughs> did at a pretty strong clip. So, uh, I love it. All right. Well, we're down to it. Um, last segment of the show. We call it Take a Minute, where uh, each one of us gets one minute or the clock never works right with, with, with the one minute, but we call Shot it clocks unplugged always. Yeah. 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 It's always, <laughs> it's always just kind of like, you know, we say three, two, one and count it. And then it always goes over usually, but it's usually pretty entertaining. Anyhow, this is what we do to close each show cash Considerations show, which is at cash consid show on Twitter. Um, again, um, thank you for listening to the show, following the show rate, review the show, Ringo just won a hundred dollar free bet on an MLB future, which we'll get in touch with him. He'll get in touch with us and we'll get that out to you, sir. But without further ado, it is time for, I believe CH is up this week. First Carl Haskell, one minute to take a minute, ran about whatever it is you want. Coordinating producer, social media manager, email guy, and obviously co-host of the show, your minute starts in three, two, one. So I've said on here a bunch of times about the relationship that the three of us have had and how great that's been. But, you know, I've also made a lot of friends here that I've never met since I met you. Now I have to push you to the side and say, you know, these these other guys and ladies that I haven't met yet that I've started building some great relationships with. And I really appreciate all of them. And I want to make sure that I shout them out here. So some of these people that I've met on Twitter, Matt Peralt, Jeff Dawson, Jeff Davis, Ariel Epstein, Norm, who I did actually meet. So I don't know if Norm should be on this list or not. <laughs> yeah, we'll leave him on. Mike Blewett, Kevin Walsh, Ben Porter, who we were texting today about being at the, at the All-Star game yesterday. Yep. Cody Stafford, who was on with us our last show. Even Alvarez. We miss you, Alvarez. Come back to us. Come back. And, and these other guys whose names I don't even know. Because I only know their Twitter handles. I met this guy, Ben from Groveland, is his Twitter handle. I'm from Groveland. We were <laughs> we were DMing back and forth the other day. He says to me, you know what he says? 
He scored 15 points in a JV game. Oh, yeah. I got 16. So as far as I know, um, and as far as anybody can prove, I am the leading, all-time leading single game scorer in the history of Pentucket Regional Junior uh, High School JV team because the only other guy who will admit to playing on that team scored one point less than I did. But, hey, Ben from Groveland. And, of course, SoCal Deegan, who's all over us today with the hot dogs, and our guy, oh, Bama yeah. Mafia, who's shouting out Dave for uh, taking his entire summer off. So all of you guys who I, you know, have built this tweet relationship with, uh, it's great meeting you, and I can't wait to meet you in person. And, oh, we got a special guest dropping in at the end. <laughs> Let's hey, go. Kels. Perfect timing for the take yeah, a minute right, right there. I'm on, I'm on it, was, it was actually apropos, Carl, because you were talking about all the great people you met, and that middle consig pops in the shot. That's beautiful. right. Just That's beautiful. That's right. That's right. I didn't have the consig girls on here. Right. Probably because they don't answer our, te- That's our text fair. messages. Yeah, they so don't answer cool your enough. text. Yeah, they don't answer <laughs> the text. Take your hood down. You put these headphones on and say hi. You want to do that or no? Hold on, boys. Nice. Right. Here we go. You got to talk to the microphone. Hey, now we can talk to talk about Dave because he can't hear what we're saying. Yo, what's isn't up, kid? Dave? Such a such a dick. <laughs> He's, He's such, such a, a jerk. <laughs> My God. Now that you're now you that you're back in Vegas, you can right say now? that, right? <laughs> <laughs> Consig, metal consig. You got anything what was to your... say? You got to talk. It's a show. We get. You're not on video. No one's looking at you. You have to talk. What was your favorite part of the East Coast trip? Because Dave was talking about it earlier in the show. You guys were all up and down the Eastern Seaboard. What was your favorite part of that trip? And I know that it was visiting my house. But what was your what was your other Obviously. favorite part of your trip? <laughs> um, going to all the baseball games. Uh, seeing all the different stadiums. Which park was the best out of all the parks you saw? And you don't Careful. have to say the Phillies because how do you not say Fenway? Like, let's be real. Fenway. Was I mean, you really saw the nice. big green monster. I mean, that's uh-huh. that's legends are made of that shit. Yeah. Best yeah, food you had on the one... trip, though. Last question. Hoagie. Ugh. You knew it was that answer. Every time we even say the word hoagie, like I say, ha, like I say H, like I'm saying Carl Haskell, and, and right away, Carl just straight up just his mind goes to a different place. He just thinks it's of the best. It's not even just the hoagie. Had. Can I can I tell you how many stuffed hot chili peppers I've had in the last three weeks <laughs> trying to find trying to recreate that one? The, that we the had? pepper shooters, oh, the pepper shooters, the pepper man. shooters, middle consig. You know all about that. Maybe is the basement looking good? I mean, you know it looks like shit, but the, the frame looks good. The frame looks good. You know that. It does look good. Yeah. All yeah. cleaned up. Yeah, all cleaned up. The buck is still watching over right, us. Tell them goodbye. We're good to go. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later. Nice you seeing can... you. Bye, you too. Look at that. Man, a nice drop in on the pod for the listeners from that? the middle can sing. How about that? And she was she ready to go. Man. Oh, yeah. Ready to go. These are well, always awesome. ready to go, man. Yeah, I, again, that was one of the best parts of the trip, obviously, uh, us meeting, doing the show. You guys get to meet the kids, and now they're all both big fans. And, you know, they tell people that, you know, they know a guy up in Boston who does a podcast, and, you know, he's becoming a local legend in the place, Carl Haskell. And then, you know, and then newbie, forget about it. The kids all love you, the long hair, you know, the shirts, the hats, the the beard is ridiculous in person. But, Strong. You know, we got to stop by and see you at – they call everything Casa del whatever now yeah. because you called it Casa, Casa del, del Newbie, baby. <laughs> yeah, so Fuck Playa like, del Carmen. You going to yeah. Casa del Newbie, baby. There you go. That's it. So, Same thing. Uh, yeah. So that's fun. But thank you for allowing her to come in and do that. Take a minute segment. Um, Dan Newbert, 
I mean, I, we, we've called you Dan Alexander. I don't know what's coming here, but you have your take a minute segment starts right now. Three, two, one. Now, when I was growing up in grade school, when I would fake sick and try and get out of school, I would have to go to the office and I would have to ask them for my phone number because I always thought remembering my phone number was hard. Well, apparently remembering how to spell my last name is the most challenging thing in the world. I don't know how. Every radio hit I do, every live video hit I do, it's literally sitting over my fucking head at Newbie Talks, at N E U. B-Y-T-A-L-K-S, N-E-U-B-Y, it's always been my nickname, that's what we called me when I played football, called me Newbie, for Dan Newbert. Well, when I first got into radio, when I was a kid, I always went by Danny, D-A-N-N-Y, because I think it fit my personality a little bit better, you know, I'm bombastic, I'm loud, like, Dan... It was never really what I called myself. I was always Danny. But then I got into radio, and the the station director pulls me in. They say, um, Danny doesn't work. It, it doesn't sound professional what? enough. You need, you need to chop it to Dan. So then my name became Dan Newbert on the radio. And, uh, and then... Once I started doing all these different things, I do production for Wager Talk, and then um, Johnny Detroit reached out to me. He said, hey, I've been following this lacrosse stuff that you're doing. How would you like to maybe just give some analysis on lacrosse for us here at Wager Talk, for people who maybe don't know about it as much? And I said, that sounds incredible. I, I, I'm always down for telling more people about a sport that I love. And then I started doing different hits about lacrosse. I started doing different hits about just checking in, being food experts. And every time I get at the bottom of the scroll, it's N-U-E-B-Y. It's N-E-W. I've even gotten the odd new bird, N-E-W-B-E-R-G. Like I'm some incredible lawyer to the stars or something like that. Like, so, so I don't know where it became so hard to spell the name new Bert. Maybe I need my diction to be a little bit better. I need to really hit that, that T at the end. But after years of having my name spelled incorrectly, I played college football and on my locker room, guess what it said over my locker? D dot N U E B E R T. Even my fucking football team that I had to fill out a FAFSA to go to school at spelled my last name wrong. So after years of having the, the corrections, no matter how many times I said it, I just said, you know what? Fuck it. While, while people still don't know who the hell I am, I'm going to change the stage name, so to speak. So if you check me out on Twitter, you can still find me at newbie talks, because it is my last name after all, but I am the artist formerly known as Dan Newbert. I am now Dan Alexander, and the only reason, Dave, the only reason, Carl, is because I can't tell people to flip the E and the U anymore. So thanks to Carl, (laughs) thanks to Dave, thanks to everybody who can actually spell my last name because I've had to change my name from Danny to Dan and now from my actual name, Dan Newbert, to my middle name, Dan Alexander, it's the industry we're in, I suppose, Dave. <laughs> but um, yeah, you're not following somebody new. I'm still the same old asshole who's drinking Miller Lite. But Dan Newbert apparently is dropping into the rear view, guys. Mm. And that is my take about five minutes because it's something <laughs> I've gone my whole life not understanding how you can't spell N-E-U. Like the the old the old saying was I before E except after C. 
And I don't know if there's, you know, E before U except after N. What the fucking problem is? (laughs) But people can't spell my last name, and I'm sick of it. I'm Dan Alexander. Back to you, Dave. And how exactly do you spell Alexander? Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, right? Like, what is, is it Alexander? Nar, uh, I mean, he could be French Canadian. Could it be Alexandre? Maybe it's just every five years I change my name. Like I'm in the witness protection program. I I have no clue, guys. I have no clue. Excellent work, sir. I don't even know what to call you. I'm just gonna call you newbie. Uh, That's we'll what I that prefer. Like that's what yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. That's yeah. that's what the people yeah. who know me call me. It's either Danny yeah. or newbie. But right. apparently, I'm Dan Alexander now, guys. I and did take two direct texts. Like, is is did he change his name? Uh, what is he doing? I'm like, it's true. Well, I, there was a yeah, screenshot and everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody thinks you're going tout. That's going to be your tout name. You're going to be a lacrosse tout guy. Yeah. Bet on lacrosse. Listen to that show. Yeah. You, you and uh, what, what days are you guys recording that show? Usually? So we record oh, on Friday. Tuesdays. Episode drops uh, Wednesday evenings okay. at Bet on Lacrosse. You can find us on Twitter. The show comes out each and every week. Uh, I think we've been getting a lot of great money for folks. Last week yeah. we had a perfect four and zero. So there's the tout part of it. Perfect four and zero week. But I just like getting people's wins. Winners. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just like Fun. getting people winning tickets. And you guys know I did a take a minute before where it was, I can't stand that this industry is all about picks. But unfortunately, <laughs> that's what the industry is all about, guys. People want to yep. know who you have. They don't want to know how you got there. They don't want to know your analysis. They want to know, what do I bet on and get the fuck out of my face? It's just the that's unfortunate it. circumstance of this is what the industry is, guys. <laughs> And I'll tell you, I, I made five PLL bets myself. These guys already know this. I made five bets myself last week. Nice. Three, I went off on my own and, and picked uh, overs on goals. I went 0 and 3. I took newbies two picks. Who was it? The Cannons? I don't even remember. Yeah, the, the Cannons the who have won one game thus far. I had them yep. straight up and on the money line. 295. We cashed a Ooh, ticket nice. at them so straight thank, out. Felt I went good. 2 and 0 on those picks. So thanks, newbie. I got your back, brother. That's Dan Newbie, N E W B I E, newbie. <laughs> newbie talks. At, yeah, at, at newbie, newbie Alexander. Talks, yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever the fuck his name is this week, he's over there. Just find him. <laughs> All right. Uh, good stuff, brother. Um, all right. I guess my take a minute segment starts now. We we, we had an Olympic segment. We're going to pass on that now. It's just it's gone, but nobody's better. USA basketball team sucks. That's it. Yeah, try yeah. to figure that out. I mean, they're going to win the gold medal. They're yep. going to get these guys from, you know, the the finals are going to go. It's going to be fine. Yep. Everybody relax. Calm down. They're going to win it. I just don't know how many more times they're going to do the U.S. – pre-Olympic, get ready for whatever tournament they're going to play it in Vegas. Maybe they're going to take a pass on that because a lot of people must be staying up late gambling, doing a lot of stuff they ain't supposed to be doing. They're going to try to play basketball in games that don't mean nothing. 28-point favorite, 16.5-point favorite, both lost. No, this is it, uh, you know, real quick for me because we're running late and, and, and I'm going to get ready to do the shows on SportsGrid. Um, the trip was amazing. And I got to meet and actually, you know, hug and meet a lot of people and see a lot of people for the first time since the stroke. And it's been 10 months um, since the stroke. Yesterday was the 10-month anniversary of it. And I'm calling it an anniversary, but I don't know, recollection of it. I, I, I don't know what to say. But it's been 
a whirlwind and it's just getting more fun and actually seeing people. I had some people come into town this weekend when we got here. Sean, our boy Bauer was here. We hung out. We laid out a bunch of plans for this show, for this, what we're going to keep doing. And it's only going to continue to grow. We're not stopping now. We're just getting started. So I long for the ride, all of you. I cannot thank all of you enough. I will continue to do so. I go on these shows and talk about these platforms and all these things. And I'm happy that my kids can't wait to come in here and you know, be on the show with you guys just to say hello. So like you two are my brothers. I mean, we, you know, bonded, had a great time together and continue to do so. So for those of you that are listening to the show, keep listening to the show, spread the show. We got a lot of places to go and people to see and talk about gambling, but we're talking about not just gambling. We're talking about life. We're talking about friendship. We're talking about family all kinds of stuff. So for everyone that's going through something out there, I mean, not every, this isn't for everybody. That's fine. But this is for us. And this is for those of you that want to join us and be a part of the show. So again, if there's a problem, reach out, email us with ideas for the show. We'll talk about whatever. And, you know, we're going to continue to grow and hopefully, you know, be able to take calls, I guess, like we did with Cody last week. We tried Porter this week. It was too short notice. But we're going to take calls, have you on, have regular segments, continue to do the thing. So, again, thank you all for all of it. And I cannot wait to see, even with another week off of vacation, uh, we'll be back. Just stay patient with us. And, you know, it's going to be a f- pretty fun fucking ride. So thank you all for listening to the show. Remember, football season is coming. Nobody knows shit. Next show, football season's coming. We will be here to discuss it all. For the boys, thank you. Dan Alexander, um, Dan Newbert, N-E-U-B-Y-T-A-L-K-S. Newbie Talks on Twitter. I got to spell that shit every time, too. I'm going to do it. And we have Carl Haskell at Carl Haskell, H-A-S-C-A-L-L. These guys carry the show every week. Bam, I'm off of you. You were right. I can't do it without them. Can't do it without Newbie next week. We're going to take a week off, but we'll be back. I am Dave Sherapan, the Sportsbook Consigliere. Talk to you guys next week.